Welcome to Spirit Life Talks, where we discuss the power of living spirit forward. This is Junior Thomas. And I'm Michael Farmer. And today we're going to discuss time management with a spirit forward lens. Yes, you know, time management is such an important commodity in today's fast-paced world. Amen. You know, um, everyone is trying to figure out, you know, how can we best manage this 24 hours we have in a day, you know? I mean, I can't even imagine how busy I really am. Yeah. How many things we do in a day. Yes. And how important it is to have right, holy priorities for that time. You know, someone said everyone has the same 24 hours in a day. It's what you choose to do with that time that makes a difference. So wow. God is an equal opportunity employer. That's right. Everyone's got 24 hours a day. We can't say, man, Bill Gates got more advantage than me because he's got this and that. No, everyone's got 24 hours a day. What do you do with it is what matters. Um, in Ephesians 5, if you look at um, the book of Ephesians, Apostle Paul ca- talks about redeeming the time. Right. He says, redeem the time because the days are evil. So um, the fundamental premise that we are trying to bring uh, for this podcast is that we need to learn to make best use of the time because the days are evil. And this, this, if you look at look around what's happening around the world, right? Pandemics. um, economic meltdowns, chaos, confusion, cities and um, communities breaking down. There's a lot of, this has been occurring for a long time in many places of the world, right? In other words, um, we have to learn to use our time wisely, considering the fact that the time is short. It is really short. Mm -hmm. You know, as a cancer doctor, many people talk to me about the total product of their lives before they die. Wow. And it's really a very sobering moment for a person, especially if they have not used their time well. Time well. You know, we are trained or we are used to living a life of illusion. Right. From the time of birth, we just walk around the malls and uh, we eat a bunch of food and just... It's so easy to spend 24 hours a day total waste. Like, you can just waste it. You can easily waste a easily. whole day. And you can do that for 70, 80 years of your life. That's right. <laughs> you know, no purpose, nothing. No, Just a living a life of illusion, hoping that, oh, no, one day I'm going to get old, I'm going to collect seashells by the beachside and then die. That's, that is a wasted life. That's right? a waste. And um, definitely none of us want to live a life that has um, no purpose. So today we want to talk about what is time management from a spirit-forward lens? Amen. Right? And because it is only from a spirit-forward posture, time management becomes effective. That's exactly right. From a right. flesh and soulish postures, time management is, is, is pretty much a, a gone case. It, you waste time if you live for your flesh only. In that sense, time truly is evil mm. because you can't take the result of the use of your time there to heaven. That's, oh, that's a really good, great point because... Time, as recorded in the Bible, the word time is falling in two categories. Number one is chronos. Right. Chronos is the definite quantifiable time that, you know, the calendars and the clocks have that chronos time. It's it's very predictable. We know when is May, when is June. It's a chronos time. And the second Greek word for time that's used in the scriptures is kairos. Wow. Kairos is the opportune time. Now, both these times are important for our daily living and our functioning on earth. Now, starting off with the uh, chronos, we have to learn, even with our daily activities and routines of life, we have to have a proper framework to lead a purpose-driven life. And so 
we have there's two facets to this, as I mentioned. We have to learn how to manage our daily life, our day, but but integrate meaningful spiritual activities in it so that we don't just waste that day. Okay. The second one is Kairos, which, as I mentioned, these are the opportune times that pops up. There's an opportune time to get married. There's an opportune time to get uh, have kids. There's an opportune time to find a job. There's an opportune time to retire. There's an opportune time for everything. What I'm saying is there's windows of opportunity always coming our way, Amen. which we need to recognize and make use of. And invite God into that. Yeah. And so I want to talk a little bit about our best example Jesus. Amen. And I want to look at time management from a Jesus perspective, how Jesus lived a spirit-forward posture and managed his time so wisely. You know, I whenever I study He's our, a master. <laughs> whenever I study Jesus, it's just so such a joy, you know. Yeah. And the number one trait in his time management was this that he was never rush in a rush. That's right. He was he was never hasty hasty or um he was not pushing it. Um, what do you call it, overshooting it. Never overshooting. He was always calm. He was composed. So the number one trait I would say for effective time management in a spirit-forward lens is not to rush. Just Absolutely. Just take it easy. When I say take it easy, you are, you are grounded in the spirit. You have a spirit-forward posture, and you walk in the confidence and faith in the spirit of God. And that mindset of calmness mm-hmm. or not rushing is really a fruit of living spirit forward. He didn't rush on anything. He was always living in a spirit forward lens. He was living things from heavenly vision perspective. He was seeing things what the Father is doing. Right. So he was always spirit forward. And he's calling us, every, everyone in the faith, to start living a calm and composed life in the spirit, not to get um, derailed from that. You know, I... Um, I remember a vision the Lord showed me of a top, you know, a top, yeah. a spinning top. He said, you know, stay on my axis. Uh, and if you stay on my axis and without distraction, you'll keep spinning in, in me, in my orbit. Amen. But if you, the minute you lose the calmness and composure, you start to wiggle and you fall away. Right. It's important that we learn to maintain the composure in the spirit and not rush things. Yeah. I mean, think about how important timing really is. Yes. You know, timing when you meet your spouse, timing when you start a business, timing when you make a big decision. Yeah. You know, the timing is absolutely critical. Yeah. So we need to be listening to God. Yeah. We need to be listening to, Lord, is it now time? Yeah. Is now the time? Or yeah. should I wait? Or, right. you know, or what should I do? Should I do this or should I do that? Should I make this choice or that choice? Yeah. And then the next point, so the first one is uh, be calm and carry on <laughs> in the spirit, okay, so that you know what decisions, as Michael said, what decisions to make at the right time. Only with the quiet and a calm and composed postures, you are able to grab those opportunities that come your way. If, you're too, if your mind is too noisy and too turbulent, you'll miss these opportunities. The second criteria that I noticed about our Lord Jesus is that he took time or blocks of time to speak to fuel his spirit man. That's right. So in other words, in the in the midst of all this demands that he had, he would take time away from the multitudes. He would take time away from the family to be alone with God. Amen. You have to, for, for having a proper time management, you have to block times for your spiritual reset. When I say spiritual reset, you got to be one with God. You know, I'll tell you my personal example here. I'm sure Michael has something, you know, I want a lot of one-on-one time with God, right? Because otherwise, I can, I might look okay from the outside, but I know in in my inner man, I'm lost. 
So I just like Jesus did, I'll go away on my own, just spend time with God. You know, it could be in my garage. I'll just get into my big SUV and sit in there and just, you know, just focus on God. Amen. And it might be, you know, my kids might be making noise upstairs and uh, my wife might have the honey-do list, but there's time when I just get away <laughs> Amen. so that I, I'm in the zone. And then the next uh, important element for a proper time management is being laser focused on your assignment. Amen. So if you look at Jesus' time management, he didn't waste time on uh, everything that demanded his attention. You know, Jesus could have done a thousand other things. He could That's have right. started an orphanage. He could have started a nonprofit. He didn't. He knew what his assignment was. And what was his assignment? It says in John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. I lay my down. I lay my life down for my sheep. In other words, he Amen. came to be a sacrifice for the sins of the world, and he knew that was his purpose. His purpose was not at that time to go to the Gentiles or none of that. He knew another person would be raised for that. Right. He was so laser-focused on what he was sent for on earth, to earth, and he stayed the course. Well, imagine. In Matthew 5, he preaches the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. And there's thousands of people, people mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. But it, the the Bible says there that he sat down yeah. and he trained the twelve disciples. Correct. It was highly strategic because he knew if he went for the masses, he would have lost the whole world. Mm -hmm. But if he built into those twelve men, mm -hmm. then through them, through multiplication, he could reach the he whole world, even the thousands of years later. Yeah, and it's so key that we know what our assignments are, what our purposes here on earth are. If you look at Apostle Paul. He was called laser, uh, to the Gentile world. When I say Gentiles, some people outside Israel. So in other words, he was laser focused on that assignment. Peter was focused on Israel, that uh, circle of people. And if you look at John the Baptist, his assignment was to prepare the way for the Lord. So in other words, everybody's got to stay in their lane. You know, right. if not, your time management becomes ineffective. If you try to compare and contrast with others, oh, I want to be like this person or that person, you're missing the point. You are uniquely made for a purpose, and you had to discover it and then fulfill that. And the final point I want to bring forth from a time management from a spirit-forward lens is praying at all times. When I say praying Amen. at all times, just keeping you your mind engaged with God at all times. It's key to keep your spirit-forward lens that you can't have the spiritual things, especially God and the thoughts of God in the back burner. Uh, you don't have to be always or, you know, vocal about things, you can always mentally engage with and connect with God. When you are in the mall, when you are in the pet, uh, gas station, when you are in the shopping uh, mall, whatever it might be, uh, wherever you are, you can always keep a connection with God. So, Junior, how do you do that? You know, as I mentioned, I'm, I always look at things from spirit-forward lens. So when I'm at the mall, I'm observing people and places from... God, you know, these are people with purpose and potential. I'm always, my, my filter has been already tuned to look at things from a gospel perspective, from Amen. a Jesus perspective. I'm like, man, these people, I, I'm, I want to pray for them or I want to bring them to the light of the truth. I, you know, I look at, suddenly I see men, women, children. I'm like, man, look at that. These are unique expressions of God and they need to hear the message that God has for them. And so I'm looking at it from a spirit forward lens. I'm looking at their potential that is ready to be unveiled. And uh, and then, you know, usually I, I want to say a word of prayer in my heart. If, if, even if I can't meet up with them one-on-one, -on -one, your prayers work. Amen. Your uh, supplications Big work. Big time. Yeah. You know, it sounds like 
but you knew that by keeping a channel open with God Correct. and being open to hearing what he thinks and feels about other people, right. you're positioned for ministry. It's actually a switching in the mind. Wherever you are, no matter what geographical location you are, you can always just switch your mind to whatever realm you want to. Right. And so you, as Christians, we need to learn to keep our filters and lens switched on to the spirit forward mentality. And so that we view all things from a God perspective, not from a flesh perspective. We that's why we want to. We want that's why we have a prayer. Lord, let me see things like you do. Right. You know. So we are asking God, Lord, should give us that eyes, the mind of Christ itself, so that we we view life and events from His perspective. Come on. Yeah. That's where it's all at. Absolutely. So as we emulate the best example, Jesus Himself, to take time to be calm and composed. To always be engaged in prayer, I think you're going to have a very fruitful um, life on earth. 100%. That's all for today. Thank you. God bless you. See you next time.